Hello, and welcome Getting High on Planet Earth with your host, Magic. Okay, thanks, Raj, for the introduction. This is Magic, and I'm joined with my new co-host. Nightstalk. And uh, we're going to be hosting the podcast from here on out. And uh, it just came down this morning that Biden has taken New Ma- uh, Arizona, of which, of course, Trump is, is not handling well. Trump's not handling anything. (laughs) (laughs) He's holed up in the Oval Office, sucking his thumb, crying like a baby. Mm. I have a feeling he has somebody sucking his thumb for him. (laughs) I don't don't even think he's been tweeting lately. Has he? No. Nothing. He's dropped off of social media. Thank God. Yeah, but he could be doing some pretty bad things in the background because he's trying to fire everybody. Yeah, everybody well, that matters in the government anyway. That's not going to go all that far because they're going to push back. Hmm. Well, I read something that the guy that he just appointed to some division of the government actually pushed back. And I don't think Trump knew how to react to that. <clears throat> I think he was trying to... Trump isn't used to somebody telling him no. Mm-hmm. He isn't used to losing. No. Nope. And he should be. He's a fucking loser. Well, he's entitled. That's the yeah. way he was raised. He, he's gone bankrupt six times, going on seven, mm-hmm. because uh, Deutsche Bank ain't going to wait for the money forever. No. Nope. <clears throat> yeah, he's going to... You know, he might be trying to bankrupt the country, too. I mean, he'd do something spiteful like that. I don't think he can, but he can try. Yeah, they've been good weed. They've been trying for, I don't know how many years to bankrupt the goddamn country. Mm-hmm. Then they can say, oh, we got to gut all the social safety nets. They're the cause, even though they're not. No, yeah, they're- socialized uh, medicine almost every other country on this planet has already adopted it except for us because the corporations in this country are you know they're spending tons of money to brainwash people a lot of republicans into believing that it's so bad for us and the only thing it's bad for are the corporations because they won't make all that excess income well the thing out is okay i can understand car insurance i can understand life insurance, house Mm -hmm. insurance, those are all safe bets for an insurance company. But health insurance has to be the most stupidest idea for a private company ever. Mm -hmm. Because you know that everyone on the planet is going to eventually use it. Yeah, it's a losing proposition. And to me, unless you're going to have cosmetic surgery done, there shouldn't be any private health insurance. Yeah, it all should be universal. Well, when the Canadians look at the United States, the things that they would never agree to is the fact that nobody's on the same level here. The rich kids get better health care than the poor people do. Up there, everybody gets the same health care across the board. Well, you see, that's the thing. 
the Republicans will tell you all oh, those shortages up there and those waiting lists, all like that, when there isn't. Yeah, they wait. They average two hours in the, the ER. I mean, I've gone to the hospital and waited five, six, seven hours here. No, it's I've, worse waited, here. I've waited up to 12 before. Yeah. Um, I, unless you're actually bleeding to death, mm -hmm. you're going to wait in the ER. Yeah. First come, first serve. In some hospitals, they don't even care. I took my wife to the uh, ER at Temple University down in Philadelphia. They actually, you can't even park anywhere near the ER. You got to park in a parking lot. You got to pay the park there. And even for the emergency patients. Well, we go usually at Riverside because it's the closest. And you have to park in a parking garage. Now... Sometimes you have to go all the way to the freaking top, mm -hmm. but you usually can find, usually, some yeah, unless park, although somebody do have a valet. Been shot or about to die, you're not supposed to pull up in front of the ER entrance at Temple in Philly. There's signs everywhere. It says official vehicles only. You can't get anywhere near that entrance with your car. I don't know if they expect you to drag them across the pavement to get them in through the door or what. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably just for the uh, squads and all like yeah, that. I think it's a big city too, but I, I think it's more that they're afraid, you know, 9-11, that somebody's going to park something in front of it. That's... And go boom? Yeah. Well, Riverside isn't that paranoid, although... Um, you can't actually park in front of the ER. You can do drop-offs mm -hmm. in front of it um, because it's not, it, it's a big hospital, mind you. Yeah. But it does, the parking over there is, is very limited. Even though they have two or three parking garages plus at least two parking lots. Okay. Because uh, then they have right behind the hospital, there's Bing Cancer Center, which they also own. And then behind that is a clinic for people who uh, basically don't have a doctor or right. have Medicaid, Medicare. Um, and they're all tied. Oh, and uh, right down the road, they have a physical therapy center. And it's all owned okay. by Ohio Health. In this city, every hospital but one is owned by the same company. Okay. And that one that isn't is owned by OSU. That's and, getting like that everywhere else. Like around me, there's two companies that own two different health systems. When I was in South Carolina, it was uh, GHS, which was Greenville Health System. And then they were bought out by Prisma, which owns like hospitals in like six different cities down there and they're monopolizing the healthcare. of course you know my regular doctor had his hands tied because he had to do what the ceo of the hospital system told him to do you know they couldn't just do their job they had to do what they were told you know my wife had one doctor that when they bought it out he told them to fuck off he went out and went independent hmm he didn't want to go by their rules. He says, I, I spent a lot of money getting my degree. You're not going to tell me how to do my job. <laughs> that doesn't happen often. He probably would have made more money working for them, but he didn't care. He was there for the people, not yeah. just for the money. I've known, I've known a couple of doctors like that. Yeah. Um, 
Now, he was a nephrologist for kidneys, so. When I was a kid, we went to uh, Doc Everhart, and he actually still made house calls. Hmm. And when we were living overseas, our doctor was Dr. Liao. He made house calls. He did not charge for office visits. He had yeah. a small little hospital, little uh, clinic there. He did not charge you for be, for staying there. Yeah. He did not charge for um, house calls. The only thing he charged for was the medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, he would take two or three weeks every year and go to San Francisco, which is where he, because he was originally a surgeon, where he uh, lived for I don't know how many years until he retired and came back to Ginnowin for his own checkups. And during that time, he would uh, pass it to his son, who was also a doctor. The son charged people for every damn thing. Wow. So a lot of people, unless they were actually dying, would wait until the old man came back. Yeah. yeah like where I live now, I'd expect that there'd still be doctors around here that would do house calls. No. Yeah, that's pretty much a thing of the past. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm... They're still pretty far behind on times here. <clears throat> yeah, but even though it's a thing of the past. Yeah, because the hospital's 25 miles away from me. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good... <clears throat> now, here, uh, Riverside is about five, six miles. I said it, it's the closest <clears throat> one to us. It's, let's see, Riverside, St. Anne's. Uh, Mount Carmel, Doctors, St. Anthony's, not yeah. counting OSU. Yeah, down in town, one of our little grocery stores has wooden posts out there where the Amish tie up their horses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't have it. Well, we occasionally see Mennonites uh, at the store around here, but you don't know, the yeah. Amish, they, they're mainly in Plain City and out farther. So you don't see them yeah. here in Columbus, just the Mennonites. Yeah, they have their own community, though. I'm sure they have their own doctors. They probably do house calls there, but that's all within their own community. Oh, yeah. I, I, the, the Amish don't, uh, don't like to mix with outsiders. Yeah, they and, call us English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, English, my ass. <laughs> uh, oh, that's because we don't speak German. I speak just enough to get in trouble. Yeah, but they have their I own dialect, though. I understand it more than I speak it. Okay. My mother knew German, and my great-grandmother knew German. Okay. And I picked up German from them a little bit. And when we were overseas, we were, me and the uh, vice mayor from Candy High, we were in the public market at a one of the beer house and we we're drinking for a while. And uh, there's these two Germans. For some reason, Germans like taking vacations in the Philippines. Hmm. So these two Germans show up and they're, they're talking. And somehow 
we got dragged into what they were saying. And uh, they had said, well, um, it, it, it got, I forget how it got to the point. They, call, uh, they called me a, that must be an effing Jew in German. And I okay. said, no, not that I know of, but I did have family in Auschwitz. Zig, how to you too, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, he was saying that there was no Nazis in Germany. So the vice mayor, Joe, uh, he, he, so I thought there were. He said, where did they all go? I said, Argentina. Pissed that motherfucker off so badly. Yeah. So he goes to the owner, Medelia, and he demands that we be thrown out. Well, let's see. Does she throw out the only American who's also a member of the, the Vendors Association and a vice mayor, or does she throw out these two? Was Nelson got thrown out? Well, yeah, back about the Amish here, they. They speak a old dialect of German called mm. Pennsylvania Deutsch. It, it's a dialect that, from what I'm told, most actual Germans wouldn't even yeah, it's, recognize. It's, it's kind of forgotten. Apparently, they, <clears throat> the, um, I forget what they call them, if they're priests or ministers, but whoever runs the religion in their communities. <clears throat> They used the old German Bibles with the German old German dialect. And a lot of the kids don't know how to read it. They don't want them to know how to read it. Of course not. Because they're what they're telling them is not what's in it. My father-in-law told me that when he was younger, the priest told people, because most Filipinos, it's 90% Catholic. Mm -hmm. And the priest told him, it was a sin for a person other than a priest to read the Bible. Huh. So I got, I, I bought him one and he read it cover to cover. And afterwards he said, well, I don't see anything in there that would make it a well, sin for somebody to read it. <clears throat> I said, well, yes, remember, it's all about control. Yeah. Religion is all about control. That's all it is. It's like that crazy woman that's speaking in tongues for Trump. Personally, I'm a preacher in the uh, Church of Dudism, founded by the dude. <laughs> <laughs> the first Church of Dudism. Plus, I was, a, I was a member of the board of a rehab in the Philippines, and um, you had to dropping out. be certified through the Universal Life Church to be on the board. So okay. technically, I'm certified for that. I can actually perform weddings. Okay. But I'm not a church-going person. I'm not, I'm not a religious person, never was. The one thing I that, that concerned me, had Trump won, yeah. my concern now, but had Trump won, mm -hmm. about him killing the marijuana industry in this country because you have to remember marijuana technically is still illegal under federal law yeah and federal law supersedes state law so all the states including here in ohio they've legalized it uh, at least for medical or whatever 
is in violation okay. of federal law. Yeah. Now, the question is, if he had won re-election and had sick the DEA on all the, the uh, uh, dispensaries and all like that, would that have held up in court being all the years the federal government turned a blind eye to it? Okay. And there's a possibility that it wouldn't because oh. the court might have said, well, you have, you know, you, you haven't been doing that. You, you've been saying, well, let the states decide. Therefore, after this long period, you ceded that power to the states when yeah. came to regulating marijuana. They banned that, what, in the 50s or 60s or something like that? Um, originally, the original ban was in the 30s. It wasn't so much a ban. What it was was you had to have a tax stamp to have weed. Yeah. But you needed the weed to get the tax stamp. But if you had the weed before the tax stamp, it was illegal. Yeah. And that got thrown it's out. A double jeopardy. That got thrown actually thrown out, I think it was in 67 or 68. So huh. for the End of the 60s, going into about 70, 71, weed actually was legal. Yeah. Anyone convicted during that time period should actually see about having that expunged from the record because it would have been illegal conviction. Well, a lot of states don't want to legalize it because they're going to have to throw a lot of cases out. Well, now, a lot of states like uh, Washington State, Oregon, I think California, they're using they're actually using this money for rehab on serious actual drug actual drug problems mm -hmm. and for the schools okay. um, and you you can't call dealing weed as a drug dealer yeah they're not drug dealers <clears throat> they're certified sidewalk floors mm -hmm. it's all about control yeah. And like anything else, I mean, they came out with that synthetic weed, I forget what it's called, and then they decided to make that illegal. They created it because there were no laws against it. Yeah, well, I like organic. Yeah, I mean, sometimes making one thing illegal, it causes more problems, you know, because then there's a black market out there, and then the stuff that winds up out there is worse than it needs to be. Yeah. Um. It, it's just, they should just say the hell with it. If you want to grow it, grow it with no restrictions as long as you're not giving this to a kid. Yeah. And then sell it like they, and tax it like they do cigarettes. Yeah. Well, like here, Pennsylvania, it's only medical, you can get it. Some states, the medical, you can have plants. Here, you can't have plants, you can't have seeds. You can't have that here either. Yeah. Now, originally, they had planned that you could grow plants, but the, the thing of it is, you could only grow them um, if you were one of five people. Okay. And that was voted down. They were trying to come in and industrialize it and monopolize it. They actually wanted to put it in the Constitution, the yeah. Ohio Constitution to do that. 
Well, I think that's what Pennsylvania's trying to do. If they ever legalize it here, it's going to be sold in the state stores. I know it is. So what they did when that was voted down, the legislature, which was afraid of another initiative that would actually be something similar to Oregon or Washington, stepped in and approved medical weed, but only if you vape and do edibles. Mm. And of course, you had to have your curb. Yeah. Which I think a lot of doctors, even now here, because it's so new here, are not even getting involved with. Yeah. But no, you, you ask any doctor, and most of them, in, in especially if you have, say, chronic pain or something like that, and you say, well, you're smoking weed, they'll say, hey, if it works, go for it. Yeah. Well, the way I got into it is my primary care doctor actually suggested it. <clears throat> um, I figured, what the hell? Yeah, you know. <clears throat> when I was in South Carolina, all the doctors I talked to, they're just like, it's illegal on the federal level. I don't even want to hear that come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, afraid. That, yeah. That's why uh, weed shops grow operations. <clears throat> they can't get bank accounts. Yeah. Because the bank is saying, well, it, it's illegal federal, and we're afraid if we deal with you, then we're going to be arrested and shut down for money laundering. And the IRS can seize their account and take the money. Yeah, well, that doctor in South Carolina that didn't want to hear it, I know why. Because after I moved back up here, I saw on the news they got busted for Medicare fraud. <laughs> <laughs> they were overcharging for things that they weren't doing. And the post office and the FBI were there and the DEA was there and they shut them down. They probably already knew they were under investigation. Yeah, it looks like the sun's starting to come up, but I know it's still cold out there. <laughs> uh, when I got up, it was 39. Hmm. I was a little after 8 this morning. I just, last night, I had a good sleep, man. I smoked, you know, I smoked that bowl, and whenever I smoke a bowl at night, I sleep pretty decent. I got that pain from this shoulder to this shoulder and the spine in between and I can't sleep on my stomach. I can't sleep on my back. Mm -hmm. So um, if I'm sleeping on either side now, I'm screwed in the morning. I'm screwed after about two or three hours. Yeah. Have to get up and all like that. Now I know um, the kids today, you know, they know all the strains and this and that. We're both old school, and back in our day, uh, all you knew was a good weed. Well, there was like a dozen or so strains out there. Well, back I know back in the 70s, the only strain we ever really heard was either Acapulco Gold or Columbia Red. Mm. Um, of course, it was always homegrown, Yeah, which, let's face it, uh, somebody could have said it was one or the other, but you knew pretty much what you were getting around here was homegrown, mm -hmm. no matter what they said. Um, Unless you opened up a high times and he saw it was growing all around the world. 
<laughs> All I know is it works. I have no idea what strain I'm smoking. Uh, somebody got this from me that I'm close to. I will not say who it is. Not on the air. Yeah, I forgot the grab ones that I have. One of them I know is called Alien Rock Candy. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't mind trying that once. I don't actually like it. It tastes like lemons. <laughs> life is a lemon, my man. Yeah. You know, they say life gives you lemons. Hmm. All life ever gave me was anger issues, a high tolerance for booze, and a su supreme dislike for most people. <laughs> that, 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 that was about it. Um, but getting back to the uh, um, election, from what I heard, because they're doing a recount in Georgia, mm -hmm. if they again certify the dumb the dumb monkey in the in the, the people's house, uh, if they certify again that he's lost, mm -hmm. he claims he's going to immediately start campaigning for twenty twenty four. Yeah, I'll let him. I don't think anybody's going to elect him then. <laughs> it'll be his money after he's out of office he's spending <clears throat> I think he's committing fraud right now because of the uh, the money he's trying to collect he put fine print in there that anything under $8,000 from one donator does not go to the campaign it goes to him I wouldn't doubt it which it's been all over is, the news I think is illegal yeah you can't you can't put specifications like that on a campaign do, uh, donation. Yeah, and most of the people don't realize that if they give them a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, five thousand dollars, it's not going to the campaign. It's going to him. Well, he, he's got to have escape money somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> that tunnel under the White House. I don't think they're going to let him use it. <laughs> no, he he's screwed. Yeah. No, I doubt very much if. When Biden is inaugurated, I doubt very much if he will even show up. Probably not. He'll leave town. He'll play the golf. Night, the the <laughs> night before. or He'll be down at Mar-a-Lago playing golf. We won't be in <clears> Mar-a-Lago <throat> long. New York has uh, gotten indictment ready for his ass as soon yeah. as he's not present no more. Well, I'm sure he's got a big banana boat sitting out there waiting for him. They'll have to have the Coast Guard go out there and intercept them. The, the question is, the big question is, what non-exodicial country will he pick? I don't know. What's the closest one? Cuba? Costa, Costa Rica, but I can't see him being there, being that hmm. he has a habit of not liking white uh, anyone other than white people. Well, I guess Cuba would be out then, too. Because, I mean, that's still kind of communist down there. He'd fit right in. <laughs> oh, he swears he's not a communist. He's, he's a fascist. Yeah. He can fascist take over for, for... He can jump into Castro's shoes. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't put up with his ass. <laughs> no, they, he, they, they, they'd, they'd kill him. He thinks Puerto Rico's a different country, so he might go there. Yeah. They'd ship them back in maybe three or four boxes. <laughs> yeah, they'd oh, yeah. his ass. Puerto Rico won't have him. He'd have to hide in the does he have a hotel in Puerto Rico? Don't think so. If, if he had, he would have been more concerned 
about what what was going on there. Yeah. I remember you were standing there passing out paper towels. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, we don't need paper towels, motherfucker. Goddamn bandejo. <laughs> I know you can't go to Canada. They're not going to have them. Oh, no. Oh, borders, borders closed anyway. I've, uh, yeah. I got a friend that was going to send some stuff for uh, his business, and you can't even mail anything to Canada. It is in total lockdown. Yeah, I haven't tried to order anything from up there, so I don't know. It's in total, and, and this is only going to Ontario, and it's it's in total My lockdown. internet's starting to act up. Um, well, now, like I was telling him, now the Canadians don't have to uh, be the upstairs apartment living over the loony bin. Now they've gone mm-hmm. back to being the upstairs apartment living over the crack house. <clears throat> Can you imagine Trump going to visit NORAD or something and he tries to barricade himself in there? No, no. Uh-uh. I don't think they'd even ever let him in that compound. I don't think he's ever even wanted. Uh, has he even gone there in the past? Four I, I don't remember him ever going yeah. there. They probably don't want him to even know it exists. I don't know what state it was, but there was a tweet this morning saying that they were a vote counter, a observer, or whatever. And the Republican lawyer, lawyer that was also the observer counting, counting, counting votes was demanding mm-hmm. that all military absentee votes be thrown out. Mm-hmm. Instead, they threw Did you hear out. about the new... They threw him out and replaced him. Yeah. The new hotline that he set up to call in for voter fraud? Yeah. I, 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 I Jimmy heard Kimmel being uh, pranked a lot. Yeah, well, Jimmy Kimmel was putting the phone number up on the screen last night and saying, whatever you do, do not call this number. Hmm. Telling it, do not call this number. <laughs> I reposted it on Facebook and hmm. kind of hinted at, you know, maybe you can call it up and say you saw a blue elephant with a Sharpie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a pink one. Well, it uh, doesn't matter if you use a Sharpie or not. Yeah. It makes no difference when it comes to that. No, I... Oh, he's just making up anything he can. I worked the election <clears throat> That's why now twice a year for four years. Because, you, you know, you have your general election in November, and then you have different issues that might come up in primaries depending on, you know, state to state. And believe me, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Mm-hmm. In fact, it might actually be better. But what we thought was was uh, weird this year, we was, we we'd already set up everything the night before, but we didn't go over the poll books because now they use the um, tablets for the poll okay. And they had to be um, updated the morning of the election. None of them in the whole of Franklin County would update at all. And then we noticed that we also had the old paper poll books, which normally we don't have. Yeah. So uh, uh, we, were, we were standing there saying, no, maybe, you ever think maybe somebody knew those tablets were not going to work? Maybe. <clears throat> there could have been more to it than that. 
because it, it was awful strange that they have not supplied the uh, the actual paper pole book in years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they do. Now, the thing out there is when, when you have a poll book, people just, if, if you have sign in on them, people just notice uh, what they sign. They don't notice the other guy who's actually checking you against a list if you voted early or if you voted absentee. Mm. So you see all these people saying, well, uh, absentee or mail-in voting is is fraudulent because they can then show up to the polls and vote. That's not true. Yeah. There are safeguards built in that we know. Now, if you said you didn't get the absentee, you would vote provisionally. And then yeah. that provisional ballot, which is always the last thing counted, has to be certified that you didn't vote uh, absentee. Because mm-hmm. those absentee uh, ballots all have barcodes. Yeah, I wonder how many Trump votes were invalid. I don't know. I do know that in, well, that is two precincts over there. If you combine them, they only have about 2,800 people. Yeah. Maybe a little less than that. And we only had 402 show up on election day to vote. But according to the records, over 90% of that precinct voted. Yeah. They all voted early, which means two to one, they were all Democrat. Yeah. I'm not even sure how many people voted around here because my polling location, I I can literally look out the window and see where it was. And the day they were voting, you saw a car there every 10, 15 minutes. There was no line. The car pulled up. They went in, voted, came out, went home. Well, we did, we do early voting, me and Chipmunk, because me and I work the polls. And no, you know, the, we don't work shifts. So if you opened it at seven in the morning, you're closing it. There are no shifts. Yeah. You do get one hour for lunch, but can you imagine standing, especially this year, in line and getting through within one hour to vote and then back to your uh, polling precinct to, to go back to working it? Yeah. So we did the early voting, and at the time at the Board of Elections, it went down to the corner of the building, around the building, around the back, to the second loading dock. By the time we got to the corner, the first corner going around the building, the line was to the third loading dock. By the weekend before election day, the line was no longer in the little strip mall there, but was actually going down, had went to the corner of the intersection and down to one street. Hmm. You know what I didn't see here now that I think about it? I did not see any of the Amish or Mennonite voting. They probably did vote. Do Amish vote? They're Americans. Yeah, but I'm not too sure if they actually Vote. I mean, they can. <clears throat> they should be allowed to. Yeah, they, you know, but <clears throat> I don't know if they actually do. 
Yeah. I'm not too sure if Mennonites do either. I've never actually seen one vote. Never actually talked to one to say, hey, you know, do you guys believe in voting? Yeah, the Amish, I can see them not getting involved in it, but the Mennonites, I mean, they drive cars. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. they still dress like Amish, but. Well, usually... the only way you can really tell them apart is when they, are they getting out of a car? Because if they are, they ain't Amish. Well, the Mennonites around here do <clears throat> drive cars. If you go by their farms, you'll see them going between their property and buggies and horses. But hmm. then they'll jump on the car and they'll go to the store. Well, the nearest Mennonites around here is, say, uh, 15, 20 miles or more. Okay. But Columbus is the only real big city to them. So if we see them here, they're either in cars or a church bus. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of dangerous to drive a horse and buggy into a major city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they. I don't hear people are used to seeing them unless it's a tourist. Every once in a while, they hear about them getting hurt by somebody hitting them, but they're usually they, people from out of state. We're actually coming up at five or four minutes to the hour. Doesn't seem like we've been on there that this long. Um, I've got 1130. Right. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, this is the podcast for this week. And if you subscribe to the Patreon, you will see the rest of this episode or hear the rest of this episode. We're going to go about another nine or uh, another 30 minutes. Or so. So uh, this is this is it for the the free episode. I, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you subscribe, and we we hope you're back next week for getting high on planet Earth. You have been listening to Getting High on Planet Earth with your host Magic. Join us each and every week as we look at life through a stoner's point of view.